I'm gonna let you know why it hurt me so much for this for this quick and be laconic as possible. As a young black man growing up in a community where gang banging, drugs, guns, and knives was every day, to see somebody get hurt was a normal. And for that, as a young age, that became normal for me. And to, to be out there gang banging and to spend 13 years in prison and see the effect that we are causing ourselves. Because a lot of things we can blame white people, we can blame whoever. But a lot of times everything starts at home, it starts in the community, it starts with what you choose to take on as for your choice. And it hurts me that with all the things I've done in my past and all the bad things I've done in my past and, and want to turn around, it's like I, it's, it's hard to convince another young brother to do right because he got two excuses why he shouldn't listen to me. One, that I did it before. And then if I didn't do it before, who am I to tell him anything? So it hurts when you see all this going on and you know that it's not going to it's not going to enter anything. I mean, that's why I hurt me so much. It's, I mean, I, I just feel as though, I mean, it's, it's too much, too many young brothers is lost, too many young sisters is lost, and bottom line, we don't know how to love no more. It's, it's no, it's, it's no love in our community no more. It's no, no help, no want to feel each other pain or have sympathy or to even express ourselves. You know what I mean? Especially for the men, because it's hard to express yourself because everybody is so so stuck on us being strong all the time. So when I, if I was to go to a young lady and say, well, look, I'm having a depressed day, but I start talking to her, her eyes flipping her head like he's crying too much. And, and it's, it's becoming a problem for, for all spectrums of every race and every age and every creed, man, woman. Nobody wants to hear the pain no more. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's definitely some deep stuff, man. You and I are going to chop it up sometime and we're going to talk exactly about that, man. I'm going to have you back when we're going to just, just you and I, we're going to go at it about that. Yeah. Um, so I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is Captain Hunter. Thank you so much for coming on. And I uh, have some really, really great guests uh, going to be speaking tonight and telling us about what's, what the deal is and all that kind of good stuff. Um, so before I get into that, I want to remind everyone, first of all, I want to say hello to everyone and remind everyone the program that we are using, we cannot see you. So if you want to be acknowledged, um, or, or, uh, you know, yeah, if you want to be acknowledged, make sure that you uh, say hello, give a thumbs up, give a, uh, or say something along those lines so that we know that you're here. I can see the number of people, but I can't see your name. So just say hello or something along those lines. And once again, I thank you for, for coming on. So, uh, once again, we're going to talk about relationships tonight. So I, I can imagine this is going to be a pretty hot topic here. <laughs> People have been requesting me for a long time. What are you going to talk about some stuff besides police work? And we're going to talk about, you know, this, that, and the other. So here we are. So I appreciate everyone tuning in. I think this is a really important topic. If we're going to help the community, one of the things we got to do is help our people to, or all people really, to stay together, be together, love each other, as Brother James was just saying. So uh, we got to start with relationships, right? So let's let's get into it. So first, we're going to uh, just introduce ourselves. And first up is Miss Aisha. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Aisha. I'm a New Haven native. And um, I was invited to come up here to um, I, I hear some background to kind of discuss my experience with um, dating, um, how that has been, and how that relates to other women in the, in my community and also in other communities if they can relate to the story itself. So um, I just want to bring some perspective on um, how it feels to be 
not only an African-American woman, but just a woman overall, um, dating and navigating um, my way to just wholeness, happiness, and just um, healthy relationships. Thank you so much for that. And uh, Brother James, can you tell us about yourself? How you doing, everybody? My name is James Fletcher, a.k.a. Heart Attack. I am the producer of the Heart Attack Chronicles. I am here to, let me just explain, I'm a younger guy, and I'm just here just to try to get a point of view, not also um, refute or disagree with anything, just to try to get a perspective to help the young brothers of the community get back acquainted with our black queens. And that is necessary because without them, there is no us. Very good. Very good. So uh, listen, we want to have a good dialogue. Yeah, we don't want to be at each other's throats. We don't want to be talking about getting together and we're, you know, th <laughs> throwing phones uh -huh. around. Back uh -huh. <laughs> but, yeah. but we want to, but we want to understand some things. <laughs> uh, so I want to say hello. To, I want to say hello to everyone who's joined us so far. A lot of people here. Mike War. I believe that's Michelle, my good friend, Karen, uh, Sarudi, gotta have faith. Okay. Uh, Marlene, Mar uh, Maritza Bond, Alexis Wood, Sibine, uh, Jocelyn Rochester, uh, Tracy Harris, a retired probation officer and currently a domestic violence facilitator. I hope that you're not facilitating domestic violence. <laughs> <I'm playing. laughs> uh, <laughs> Nikita Teal, Nikita Teal, uh, PK Teal, <laughs> uh, uh, the marvelous beauty Chanel and uh, Mike War. And joining us right now is uh, Dr. B. He's going to add him to the screen here. Yes, sir. What's up, people? <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Peace. What's up, man? What's up? <laughs> Thanks for having me, Captain Hunter. I'll I'll be on my best behavior, sir. All right, all right, all right. So I appreciate everyone joining in. Uh, Lauren is here as well. Lauren is here as well. I'm glad you had a good laugh at that, Tracy. I was only playing. <laughs> okay. Yes, I, I assume that you don't facilitate domestic violence. That would be a very, very bad thing. So we are going to give it over to the ladies right now. We're going to start off with Miss Aisha. We're going to jump right into it here. going to jump right into the deep end here. And um, if you would just tell us about some of your experiences as far as uh, being a woman and dating and what's going on with the dating scene and all that kind of good stuff. Well, I mean... Uh, first, I want to say that um, I, I want to thank you guys for being here today. Um, it's beautiful to see just men taking the time out to really have this discussion and have it in a healthy way. Um, I think a lot of times we as women, we, we want to have these discussions, but we want to be able to um, make sure that each party understands one another. And I think sometimes that just doesn't happen all the time. Um, and as far as the dating scene and things like that, what I have learned so far is that everybody can portray to be ready for a certain level of engagement, but not really ready to divulge who they are. You know, and um, I think the hesitation comes with the fact that, you know, if there's um, some unresolved issues or there's some belief systems that you have about men, women, or whatever, it makes you reluctant to fully, you know, just kind of disclose who you are, especially if you have ill intent. So um, I have been on this, um, the receiving end of ill intent. I have been a person that hasn't been 
you know, probably as forthcoming as I should as well. But um, I would say my to my about myself that I am for honest. But you know, I think as I got older, I learned that transparency is really the key. But that didn't come unless there was some healing that happened. So when you get together, you connect with the opposite sex. Sometimes how the connection happens. It could be explosive, it could be great, or it could be, you know, it could go in many different directions depending on where each person is at. So um, I'm here for the scenarios. I'm here for just, you know, transparency as much as possible and to answer any questions from a woman's perspective, especially coming from a seasoned, mature woman that has been through some things. Um, I don't really know situational-wise, you know, what you want to put out there, but I'm just, you know, I'm here for it. All right. So very much. We, I definitely want to dig into a couple of things that you said. Sometimes I'll be looking off to the side. I'm really taking notes. I'm not, I'm not ignoring you. You're making me want to go grab some tea too. So it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so before we, before we press on, I want to give Dr. B, uh, some, uh, his, um, his props is due and just introduce yourself to those who don't know you and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, my name is uh, Dr. Brantley. Uh, my stage name is Dr. B. Uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a, a relationship coach, a counselor. I help couples uh, stay connected. Uh, I'm a true believer that the number one issue among couples is not communication, it's connection. So I help couples connect. I'm also a sex uh, coach as well. Uh, I have a podcast. Uh, don't laugh, uh, Captain Hunter. <laughs> I told you, I told you I want to. I told you I want to behave on this. <laughs> sex, sex, um, sex, coach, sex coach. Let me stop you right there. Sure. Whenever I think of coaching, yes, sir. I'm, I'm thinking of on the battlefield or in the yes, field sir. or in the schoolyard or wherever you're at, saying yes, you can do it. Go ahead, yes, run sir. faster. Uh-huh. Tell me that's not what you're doing. I don't think with uh, you. I don't want to get beat up by no one no one soon, so I don't go that detail, sir. <laughs> Just check it. Just check I'm it. Crazy, <laughs> I ain't that crazy. Uh, I just help couples really uh, connect. And believe it or not, uh, Captain Hunter, one of the biggest issues among couples uh, is the intimacy. Uh, and for a lot of men, they think intimacy is between a, a woman's legs. But for her, it's really in her head. Uh, and and believe it or not, as a man gets older, though he recognizes also that it's about uh, what's between his ears. So that's my job. Uh, my website is uh, drtcbrantley.com. I have my own podcast as well. I had you on last week, I believe, my brother. Uh, and I talk about relationship. I've written over twenty five nationally published books on intimacy, relationship, as well as uh, theology. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you so much for that. Yes, I enjoyed our time speaking together uh, on, on your podcast. Uh, so I want to I want to dive into something that uh, Aisha, you started off with, and then we'll get to Brother James here. You talked about, um, you know, just being dishonest. People aren't really whether, willing and ready to reveal them true, their true selves. Uh, can you speak a little bit more more about that? You also talked about being forthcoming and uh, Karen. Uh, chimed in about that and agreed with you. She said, Aisha is right. You got to be you and the other person has to be them. Don't get into relationships thinking you're going to change the other person. It is what it is. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think that uh, as far as, you know, people being them true and genuine selves, 
if they're not just operating in that, they're, they're, that's just what they're going to be. And you're, and sometimes us as women, we have to find that out after the fact. Um, you, after a situation, you know, has occurred, you like, wait a minute, but I thought this person kind of portrayed themselves to be a certain way, and then you kind of see what it is. But a lot of times, what I have learned too is that there's always red flags to kind of give you an indication if you're a true study of person, you, you can kind of see, okay, this doesn't match up with this, you know, but a lot of times you get blinded as women, you know, we get blinded, we look at all these other things besides the truth of the person. We may, you know, get blinded by the sex, we may get blinded by, they may be spending a lot of money, you may get blinded by that they may have other things going on for themselves, but their true character is, is questionable. And it really, really takes um, a lot of strength, a lot of strong people around you as far as community, you know, support to kind of um, help you become aware of that. And also if you're spiritual to pray as well for revelation. But a lot of times when we get the truth revealed to us as women, we, we kind of tolerate a lot of, a lot of different things because of our beliefs and what, what what we think that this person should be or might be or what they are hopeful to be. And um, I think that that feeling is um, just something that's innate to us as human beings, like to want to be with somebody, but we have to understand when, when things are toxic, they're toxic. And how do you, you know, navigate past that? Um, we don't want to, na- we want to deal with toxic, especially if we used to toxic. We don't want well, to. Why is that? Experience. You, you just got to. I think that it is like that because we not understanding the mirror within ourselves that a part of that person that is toxic, a part of us is toxic too. It's like a mirroring, mirroring effect. It's like, okay, I'm gravitating towards this, this person for a need. And we don't, that need may be different for different people. Somebody might have a overwhelming need to have sex so they'll deal with an individual that, that just may not be right. So they'll just tolerate the person for the sex. Oh, they got good sex. Oh, I'm just staying with them. Oh, they, they wine and dine me. Or you, you find, you, you create this story. It could be a fantasy. It could be whatever you want to call it. And you decide to, to deal with the situation. Or it could be a brother that is a great brother, but he really, the, the financial, he don't have the financial means to kind of hold down the relationship. How do you he broke. That? Yeah, he's broke. How do you deal with that? Like, how do you still want, and want to support and nurture the relationship when there's there's elements um, of need that needs to be fulfilled? Some, so, people have ch- some people have chimed him in here. They talk about the red flags. Give us some examples of some red flags that you see as a woman. Oh, red flag that I see is inconsistency, um, disloyalty. Um, what else can be red flags? Um, not having a good relationship with women or a mother who is a, a prime person. Um, just not having a male. If a person doesn't have even like a male person that they can go to uh, as a mentor, and you just listening to your group, like your dudes that you're hanging out with every day that may be doing the same thing that you're doing, if you don't have like a, a spiritual connection to a higher power, you know, um, if you don't take care of your children, uh, there's a lot. Of, I mean, it, it could be a lot of different red flags, whether it be to behavior, personality, 
or whatever, you know. So those are some of the red flags that I can think of at this moment. Yeah, absolutely. Those are a lot. So you gave us a lot to chew on there. So I want to go to Brother James and try to get your opinion about what this sister is saying when she's out there in the dating world and what she has seen, these red flags that, that some men are giving off left and right, like like we're, uh, you know, at a flag circus or something. <laughs> I, 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 I concur with what she's saying. I mean, I see it myself, like right now I'm in Houston, Texas, and in Baltimore, Maryland, where I'm from, um, a lot of guys up there that don't have jobs is because they either bang banging, have a felony, or major things like that. But down here in Houston, um, I was a mentor in Baltimore. So when I came down here, I wanted to start it again. And what happened is, is that a lot of guys down here, they don't have jobs. But this is what cracked me up, is that a lot of them don't have jobs and don't have felonies. So I, kind of, I, I totally agree with what she said, because a lot of guys, it's like, it's like they gave up. It's like it's, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm done. And, and tell you the truth, coming from a young guy, I feel as though a lot of females deal with fantasy when they deal with love. They, I, I, that's just my opinion. For my, for me growing up, a lot of females deal with fantasy. Like I, I may meet a female, and all of a sudden we married, or we go together, or we this, or we that. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, all right. I, I know I'm young. I know I'm a little naive, but how can you love me and want to be with me? You don't even know me. And that's what a lot that's of right. females A lot of females is failing to see this with guys. You have to understand. Me, I'm a guy. I'm not attracted to you. I'm going to say a nice looking face is fine. A nice body is fine. But when you open your mouth and you have <laughs> other than, oh, this all day. To me, when a, per when a female do this, she look like a seal to me. And... I'm like, I'm like, what is all that attitude for? But this is the dilemma that us young guys are dealing with. One, here's the here's, here's two major factors why black love does not last in our black community. The one major thing is that we do not know how to love. A man, black men do not know how to love their women, and black women do not know how to love their men. That's the bottom line. Because a, a good woman can meet a guy that's on the street, but she's attracted because he's funny and he got a personality. She will give him that shot. But the guy walking down the street, now this is just what I see. Not pinpoint to any females. I know females are different. But a guy will walk down the street with just a sister human and a female be all form. But a guy that worked nine to five, you know them guys get the, the long end of the stick every time it's like, Oh, your personality is not booming enough. You're not exciting enough, or you're not doing this enough. And then come to find out, five, ten years down the line, the female that turned you down, she with this bum dude that just locked, that's been locked up. And then the dude that's doing fine, he's driving around now. She like, oh, what's up, baby? He like, no. And she like, oh, now you acting like you too good for me. These are the dilemmas us young guys deal with in the black community. And like I said, we don't know how to love. And I, I honestly, I'm married. I'm still having a hard time trying to center myself around being a stepdad and trying to love a woman that's a little bit older than me and try to maintain and keep a career. I did 13 years in prison. I've been locked up since I was 13. I came home when I was 32. I don't know nothing but what's put to me, what's presented to me. Every teaching and knowledge that I got come from an inmate, not my dad, not my mom. So my morals and principles are only and I, I, me, myself, I truly believe, my sister, I truly believe 
that you sisters do have it hard, but I think it's the communication between the black man and the black woman. And then also it's the, it's the naive and ignorance. We ignorant to each other, sympathy, you know? A woman feels as though a man should be strong all the time, and a man feels as though a woman should be submissive all the time. And that becomes a problem when you meet a strong man, you're not um, submissive enough, he don't want to deal with you. When you meet a woman that don't meet a man that's not strong enough, she don't want to deal with him. And I think, like y'all said, it's the communication thing. That's just how I feel about it. So I want to ask you about uh, something you said at the beginning there. Uh, <laughs> we all kind of got a chuckle about this. You meet somebody and, you know, two days later, you're talking about we go together. Do you think that many times people, uh, some some ladies are moving too fast? And you talked about fantasy. They're, they're looking for something and then acting upon that. Do you, is that, yeah, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not saying every woman because I know it's going to be some woman. Oh, that's not me. But y'all have to go into them communities where y'all see these relationships, where y'all see these teenagers coming from out of school, high school. You see these community. Um, for instance, uh, uh, females that deal with drug dealers. I mean, a drug dealer will come around. If he throw a couple of dollars in a blunt in the air, he can move in the same night. And these are the type of scenarios that a lot of people deal with. And, 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 and people can say they're not. They're not keen to this understanding. It's a lie. Because as a child, I seen this growing up. My mother told me she's seen it as growing up. We just, we throw out, I think with us black community, we just throw ourselves at things too fast without sitting down, reevaluating, deducing, and finding out what it really is. With, with, with a relationship with a black man and a black woman, we should be able to sit down, spend time with each other, get to know each other, then move on. I think a man should take, before a man, put himself into a woman home, especially a woman with kids. He should know who, she, who he is, most importantly, and know who she is. Because this 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 dilemma is, 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 is and, and to a sick cat, I, I feel as though, and to a sick cat, and die, I feel as though, to me, it's lost. Because, it's, I mean, we, we're now jumping ages where you got older guys and older women dealing with younger people just to be happy. You feel what I'm saying? You got people dealing with any type of person they can just to be happy, and it's it's, it's not fair to the it's not fair to the youth that's trying to grow up and learn how to maintain a real relationship. I want to ask a, a question here, and this is going to be along the lines of uh, Tracy Harris's question. She says, "In my opinion, a lot of men out here today aren't looking for love; they're looking for help, a place to stay, a car, material things, etc." I want to ask, and I'll start with with, with Aisha. Do you think that men and uh, women a lot of times are looking for the same things. Are they? Are we looking for the same things? I think you're on mute. Uh, we still can't hear you. Hey, Doctor Doc. B, why don't you ch chime in on that? What's what's what Aisha's gonna fix her, Doctor B? Can you give us your opinion about what do you think the men and women in your experience are looking for the same things? Uh, I really think we have to go down to uh, a deeper level. That usually what someone sees as a child, they bring into the relationship. So if they saw chaos, collateral damage uh, as a child, that's what they were looking for. Uh, clinically, we call it the cycle effect. So if they saw disruption, uh, they'll look for disruption. If they saw drama, or as my brother said, they're looking for drama, then that's what they'll find. <laughs> At the same time, they are attracted to it 
and they don't know why. It's the foundation. So I like to take uh, a step back and say, before you can love, you must love yourself. Uh, if you have some disorientation of unforgiveness, anger, uh, pride, uh, don't know how to look at other people because you look at yourself, uh, then you're not ready for a relationship. Because again, you can only give the best of you when you when you are you. But if you, uh, as my lady said here, is that if you're being false, uh, having a jacked up pretense, then you're not really in love. Uh, you're in love with a mask. I'll say that one more time again. You're not really in love. You're in love with a mask. That's why uh, I tell men all the time, uh, I'm not being going to like this, but when you're about to marry a woman, I mean, I need to see you without the weave. I need to see you without the wig. I, I need to see who you really are. Because I don't want to wake up in the morning. Say, good, good luck with that one. Good luck with that one. <laughs> I want to who you are. And hey, same Pat. thing for the guy. Uh, you know, the guy should, you know, what, you know, see me as I am. You know, without the rings, uh, without all the flash and deal. Because again, uh, again, I believe in intimacy in every single way. Uh, you know, the Bible said they were naked and not ashamed. So the problem a lot of couples is they're not naked enough. Uh, as my brother says, I really don't know you. So it's really being totally naked. And when you're naked, and not just physically, but mentally, when I'm naked to you and you're naked to me, now we can knock some boots. <laughs> hey, 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 um, Kat, can I, can, I, can I reply to something, Kat? I seen something uh, on... Go ahead, bad, go ahead. Go I want to get Aisha in there soon, though. As you... I seen a I seen a Oh, we heard you that time. Yeah, we heard you that time. I know you. I know you're chopping a bit. Let me let me get James in here, and then and then uh, I'm going to give you the floor because I know you got a lot to say. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Aisha. I seen a um I seen a a comment on here from Soul Food that says uh I seen um damage or um and deep pain. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, at first, I was going to say no and come with a reply that was clever enough to try to re um derail your point, but. I will concur. I'm I'm a, I'm a stand up and man up to it. I will concur because I seen I seen my father be cheated on. I seen my mother be cheated on. I seen my grandmother be cheated on. I seen my brother be cheated on. I seen my sister be cheated on. So for me personally, I haven't really dealt with no situations like that because if you remember me prior telling you, I've been locked up on my life. This is my first real relationship with my wife, and it's going it's going good. It's not perfect, but it's good. But it's just the it's just the dilemma of seeing so many people hurt and seeing so many people being taken down and, and learning from this experience. I just find that a lot of dilemmas dealing with the black man, the black woman is not fair because a lot of times we're not honest about what we do and what we have done. That, so that, 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 that's a that's a very good point my brother's making. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Captain Hunter, is that if I'm not real with myself, how can I be real in a relationship? And so a lot of people do, they mask it with a car, they mask it with the jewelry, they mask it with their hair, they mask it with their everything else, but they're never totally naked. Uh, as I tell men all the time, uh, you know, is sex better with clothes off and clothes on? They all say with the clothes off. Well, if that's the case, then we got to do it also mentally. When you are totally exposed and uh, Captain Hunter, may I say this, if you cannot be, hear me, if you cannot be exposed to the other person, that's not the person for you because you got to be exposed. If you're not able to expose to a person, that's not the person that should be in your life. I 100% I, I agree. And uh, I wrote scroll to the comment by Lisa Hopkins says, I find that a lot of men are in serious pain. I've just 
have serious trust issues and mask a lot of personal issues via sex, substance abuse, dressing fly daily while not supporting their children, disdain for strong females, et cetera, et cetera. Aisha, the floor is yours. The men have been talking. What say you? Yeah, I mean, it, you guys have been really bringing up a lot of good points. And um, I think the the primary thing theme that I'm hearing here is that healing needs to occur for anything to really prosper the way that it needs to. And, and, and it's work, it's hard, is it, you have to be vulnerable, you have to be willing to hear some very difficult things, whether it be about yourself or your partner. And I think the atmosphere has to be created for that. And, and I'm just piggybacking off of what you're saying, um, Dr. Brantley, because a lot of times, you know, people want to say what's going on with them, but they can't say it if you just cut them out the other day. They're, they're, they're going to have a hard time with that. You know what I mean? Like, you, you got to create the environment for someone to feel safe enough to talk about those things and know that, okay, I, I can trust this person because they're not going to throw it back up in my face. And sometimes that happens with both parties. It, 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 a rocky situation occurs. And then here we go. We, we're we're kind of so well. That, that's why you X Y and Z. You know what I mean? Like you kind of you, you're digging in. You you you're going low blows, and then you want the nice lovey dovey stuff when all of the pain is gone. You know, of well the bad situation, and it is it, really causing this um this this um unbalance in relationships, and it doesn't allow for progression. You know, so it really goes back to self and us as individuals doing our own work. You know, you, you got to do your own work individually. And I had to do some work. I had to make some sacrifices in order to even get to the point of where I'm at now. And that's what a lot of men have to do and a lot of women. You know, if, if you want something, you got to put work for that. And that might require you to do things a little bit differently than what you're accustomed to. And so the change is difficult, and it goes back to really dealing with that childhood pain, as, as I heard earlier, you know, messages that you received when you were young about women or men or whatever, substance abuse. A lot of people were kind of chiming in on that and how that has impacted relationships because um, it really just clouds and it, it really causes a lot of issues. So a lot of the things that the people were bringing up, are, are very true and that you were talking about. But if it's not dealt with, you can't move forward. You can't have um, balance. You can't have greatness. You can't even be the queen or king that you need to be in this in this world or in the relationship. Well, so it's not until the work is done that we can see the difference and the change. But in the meantime, what are we doing to each other? What, what are we really doing to each other to create, you know, the camaraderie, the unity, the 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 vulnerability, the or the actual love that people were talking about, which is the ultimate element in this earth. So I mean, I I don't know I don't know. That's just how I feel about a lot of the things that was discussed. And um, Mr. James, I appreciate your transparency and what you've been sharing. You know what I mean? Because you you have a whole different level of engagement just be, be from being incarcerated. Being behind like bars, that does something to your mental. And then you wanna you wanna come out, you wanna have that 
that that whole that whole relationship. But you got to deal with you. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a lot of things you got to fight and you got to go through. And the woman, it it sometimes it's difficult for us because we got our own vision, we got our own role, we got our own role in the situation. And so now we got to balance that with nurturing you and then the family, kids, raising kids, you know, there's a lot of different things that women do within themselves. And then to try to balance the men is very difficult. And that's where the issues come in because we don't get a break. We're constantly in one, in all these roles, but we want to be treated a certain way, but we can't if our man is struggling, but we understand the struggle. So I want to I'm sorry. So I want to talk about this this idea of knowing when to expose, right? We meet someone, and as James said before earlier, uh, you, you you think you go together. I, I just can't get over that that comment there. Uh, then it's talk about the, and then someone talked about the safe spaces. Uh, so, oh yeah, uh, PKN is talking about the safe spaces. It's important to have real dialogue and peel uh, those layers. Uh, so, Doctor B, when is a good time uh, to? to uh, expose yourself, to peel away those layers, to get to the heart of the matter, right? It's, it certainly can't be, a, you know, after I get your number, I know your Snapchat account, and now Ooh. two days later we go together. <laughs> so Ooh. so when do we, how do we work on that? The, 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 a very good question, uh, Captain Hunter. Uh, the, the reason why there's so many uh, dead bodies mentally of women and, and men, because they've given people things of treasure that they didn't value. Uh, they, they, they uh, as Aisha said, they expose themselves uh, to this person, and then two conversations later, they use what was very uh, special to them, very close to their heart with, and they use it against them in an argument. So, in my mind, again, I first must know myself. Socrates said, "Know yourself." So, once I understand who I am, then. As I get to know a person, and no, not on the first day. And ladies, please do not give the guy the key to your house when you just first meet him at a Dairy Queen. The devil. <laughs> Dairy Queen. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking McDonald's. I was thinking more upscale McDonald's. But but okay, okay. <laughs> so, so so really, uh, you know, we just give our hearts. And the reason why so many people give their hearts out so quickly, hear me, they they are in need of love. They 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 they, they, they have the job, they have the money, uh they have the coin, but they don't have love. So as soon as they see someone that winks at them with one tooth or no tooth, they just go <laughs> winking at them with one tooth. Versus <laughs> and it's gold too. Uh, <laughs> versus let me say, you know what? Uh, I tell single women all the time. Let me give 10. If he gives 10 back, then I'll give 20. 20 back. And to Aisha's point, uh, I'm old-fashioned. Uh, I believe the man should be the leader of the relationship. In other words, he should be the one that gives, okay, baby, now you're my girlfriend. You're my girl. Uh, you're it. Uh, but when a lot of women try to rush a man to be all in all, that's not good. Now, I do not believe, and y'all may hate me for this, but y'all pray for me. Uh, I don't believe a woman should propose to a man. I'm just old-fashioned because, again, you're setting a bad precedent in my mind. You're trying to, listen, you want a man, so let him be a man. You know, a man has responsibility. So when you when you are in a relationship with somebody, is that correct? Now I'm ready 
I can trust you with my treasures. That's when you're able to give more. But if I can't trust you, watch this. If I can't trust you with a penny, I can't trust you with a quarter. Let that marinate. So I want to ask a little bit more about this leading kind of thing. There's a lot of, a lot of great, great points are coming up. Tracy Harris says, uh, a lot of men don't know how to lead. And she's got three exclamation points there. She really means that. Oh, yeah. They haven't, <laughs> they haven't been taught uh, how to be men. They haven't had fathers in the home to teach them, yet they get upset when women take charge. Then they label women as aggressive, bossy, and controlling. There's a difference in having a man in the house and being the man of the house. Let, let, let me uh, let me say that real quick. Uh, she is absolutely right. And uh, to James' point, uh, for men, I'm sorry, let's go back to Africa. A man was not a man until the council of elders in the tribe said he was a man. That was taken away from us uh, in 1619 when we first came here uh, in America. So we lost that heritage. So yes, a lot of men are saying they're men, but not the mind frame of a man. So that's why so many women are upset because now I have to grow one to deal with the household. That's not yeah. your job. So ladies, say me loud and clear. If you're growing a phallus, that's not the man <laughs> for you right there. I'm sorry. I, just have to um, I, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that to some extent. But just as, as speaking from a man, just as well as men, as Miss Tracy said about men don't know how to lead, I feel the same way with, I feel the same, in some perspective with women and not with the least, I mean, just the manipulation perspective. How can you, you can't ask a man to be something if you're not going to give him that chance. If you want your man to lead, let him be that man. What I'm starting to see is that a lot of women want a man, but when he steps up to be a man, oh, you're too aggressive or you're doing too much or you got to give me equal rights. I'm just asking, do you want equal rights or do you want me to be the man for you? That's all I want to know. I'm, I, it's not about, it's, with me as a guy, as a guy that love his wife, that love his mother, that love his daughter, that love his sister, I don't see myself as trying, I, I'm always trying to give a woman the opportunity, like my wife. I, I, got a, I got a little small business in my house. I always try to get my daughter and my wife to do something like, look, if I'm gone, I don't want you to have to depend on a man. You can, but you don't have to. But see, the thing with women is that women to come in like, I want you to do this and I want you to do that and I want you to do this and I want you to do that. But then half the time, when you start doing it, that's not what they like. And then from where I'm from, most of the time, the women that want something don't have enough of themselves but five kids. I mean, that's just it. Look, 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 oh, let man. me say this to you. Uh, uh, <laughs> let me say this. Uh, James is right. Uh, and the caveat is this, though. Here's the caveat. Most men who are don't have fathers are raised by other boys. And so the boys, when the boys become of men, they still have the boy mentality. So to the James point, which is very true, is how you talk to your woman. Uh, if you talk to her like one of the boys, then she's going to be hard to give you that respect. But if mm -hmm. you talk to her like she's your woman, <laughs> Captain Hunter, I don't behave when I say that. If you talk to her like she just took care of you in the bedroom, you get better results. But if you talk to her like you know you're in the backwoods with your boys, then there's a good possibility she's not going to follow you. I want to keep. I'm, I'm sorry, Cat. I, I just seen something. The young lady just asked. You mind if I reply to her, please? Um, Miss Danielle McLean. I'm I, I pronounced probably wrong. She said she want me to give an example of what I mean by what I say. What I mean by what I say, look, when I first came home, I met a young lady and we was talking for a while. She had she had three kids. Now I had no problem 
stepping up and being on the board. I already know with the woman comes a package deal. I hear this all the time. All of us men hear this. It's a problem when you're speaking of a, 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 a package deal and you want me to help you take care of your family and you have no high school diploma, you have no trade, you stand, you stand in somebody else's house, but you want me to be this big guy. I cannot help you take care of your family if you're not willing to do it yourself. And that's the example I'm talking about, Ms. Danielle. So I want to keep on with this with this idea of respect and uh, doing it yourself, finances and everything like that. Uh, Aisha, Aisha, I'm sorry. <laughs> is is that important? How important is that? Uh, um, Mike War Michelle said uh, she doesn't want anybody that's uh, broken any way, shape, or form, especially money wise. How important is it for 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 a man to have money and how does that and how did you approach that as a woman do you feel the need to make money because a man isn't or or what's what's your thoughts about that i i feel like um men innately they just need to have that feeling of they got themselves first before they got anybody else i feel like i shouldn't have to force you into um wanting to go out there to be more ambitious and driven. It's something that you have to innately know as a man, I got to be financially secure before I approach this situation. I may want to take her out on dates. I may want to go on vacation. I may want to pay a bill, whether it be the cable bill, whatever, half the mortgage, all the mortgage, whatever. I want to be able as a man to be like, okay, this is my presentation to the, the situation. And when you can't do that, for somebody that is thriving, it, it, it's going to be real, real difficult. You're going to have um, some some serious issues. So I feel like men, they they definitely want to engage. Like with me, I'm professional. I got like two careers. I got it going on. You know what I'm saying? You come to the table with me, like you got to be able to, um, you don't got to match my salary, but you could be blue collar, but you got to be able to consistently bring that financial piece to the table. It can't be like, oh man, this this didn't work out, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. I can't help you out. That that's you, all part of the contention. I've heard women say say that, but I, and I wonder about that. Do you really respect a man who's not bring? If you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year. And he's bringing thirty. Can you really respect him as the head leadership and all the stuff that, you, that has been said? I think a hundred thousand dollars compared to thirty is a, a, a bit different. That's like working at Burger King and then somebody else. You know what I mean? Like you gotta be having that thirty thousand dollar thirty thirty thousand dollar a year job, but also having maybe some entrepreneurial skills, some some other way to be able to bring in some extra income. Like, even if it's your own gift, so know thyself. Know thyself and know that I can present myself, and you, we don't have to equal the same pay, but you have to be willing to be able to contribute to the household and everybody feel comfortable with the contributions at hand. If uh, people me, are not comfortable, it's going to be a problem. Let me, uh, let me, uh, uh, Aisha hit a very valuable point there. Uh, you know, uh, uh, sometimes women will make more than a man. And I say for the woman, the very, the, does he match or overpower your drive? In other words, 
What is he doing? Yes, he may be at $30,000, but is he trying to do things to better himself? Now, if he's just uh, in the car and you put him in the car seat, that's not the man for you. Uh, you know, I need a man that's going to match my drive. He may be at $30,000, but he's not happy at $30,000. You see what I'm saying? But if he's comfortable at $30,000, why you make $100,000? Uh, I got a problem with that. A man should, you know, a man is competitive. James, I know you are. Uh, man is very competitive. So if a man is, is staying home and is comfortable with his wife making most money than him, now that may be true, but what is your drive, my brother? If your drive is playing Xbox all day, I got a problem with that. See, my problem with that is Miss Miss my problem with that doc is that this I don't know no man in this world that is comfortable being in a house where his woman makes even two times more than him. That's a pride situation. That's one of the things that we have to be real about. And ladies, y'all have to understand this. It's not that let me get something straight before we get it clear. I, I don't have no 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 ill mind against um what a woman thinks or how she thinks things should go with her in our relationship. You should always want the best for you and your surroundings and your ambiance and your life. But at the same time, there has to come to be an understanding when people sit down and when we sit down and say, look, my wife, my, I'm going to give it to you like this. I am 37. My wife is 47. You know how I maintain this house? Because my wife allows me, she knows that I'm young, but she allows me to be a man, which that means sometimes making mistakes. Though I'm a conscious man, I'm aware of my mistakes. I do not make mistakes that would be detrimental to my family. But she allows me to be a man. And a lot, and that's what a lot of young guys is asking women now. And it's so easy for y'all to, 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 to derail it. He mess up, he's gone. But women, can y'all at least give a man a chance to be a man in the household without putting all this extra, extra curriculum on there and being more um, determined to make yourself feel as though that you can do, I know you strong. A lot of us men know y'all strong. You have the houses, you have the better jobs. You're, you, you come out the Regina smarter than us. So it, we know this. All we asking is this. We know we, we know we fucked up. A lot of us know we fucked up, excuse my language. But I mean, for the guys that's trying, can y'all at least work with us, build with us, communicate with us. If you're not gonna be there, just watch me grow. If you're not gonna be with me, watch me grow. Watch me grow. That's all I ask. And a lot of women don't have the patience for it. Yeah, yeah, uh, 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 James, your, 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 your passion, is very real and this is where uh you need that connection you know what i said before uh, as a therapist i teach connection is not communication because i am talking to captain hunter and aisha and james because we have a connection by Streamyard. so many couples mm -hmm. when they try to talk to one another there's no connection so they're just trying to communicate without a connection so when you are uh, 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 baby i see where you're going i see where you're going and because we're connected, watch this, we're going together in the same direction. But if we're not connected, then yeah, that frustration of that man or of that woman will always become a barrier and a wedge that they will never be together, but always separate. Mm -hmm. Mike War, Michelle, uh, wants to know about men who just straight up lie. I'm trying to find the comment here. Uh, so address that uh james men who just straight up lie to get x and i'm sure that everybody in here knows what x is oh, no. <laughs> address <laughs> well i was trying to keep it clean but but okay we'll, we'll keep it explain that why explain why men lie explain um men lie to get sex 
I mean, yes, to be honest, if you if you look in if you look at any dating sites, if you look at majority of dating sites where females sign their own name, what's the first thing they actually do? What's the first thing they say? You gotta have good game. What type of game are you talking about? That's what you say. You say game. What type of game are you talking about? If you're talking about uh, talking, communicating, being funny, you feel what I'm saying? You you ask us why do we lie to get this stuff? Because the, the limit y'all put us in or the, the scenarios y'all put us in, it's like if I don't do a certain thing that you want right then and there or if I don't say a certain thing that you like then and there or if I don't move a certain way you don't like then and there, then there's a problem. But if I work my if I work my way around a Marbury bush, it seems like I'm more successful. It seems like I, if I get more gain, I get more leeway. Yeah. Address that, uh, Ish. Men who lie, men who just run game just to get one thing, hit it and quit it, all kind of crazy stuff like that. Well, I mean, there's people out there that's accepting that. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they can know a person is running game and don't even care because they got their own intentions. But as far as why a person does that, it, it, it's because of, you know, what they've learned to do, what they um, have benefited from doing. Um, what women have accepted, and I think because the ratio is so off, meaning the ratio from men, um, uh, available women to men, that women are sometimes so available that they can know somebody lying and just be like, hey, I'm going to go through with it. Or you have some females out there to be like, you know what, I don't need to deal with this. I know he's lying, and they, they nip it immediately. But you have a lot of people that won't nip the situation and kind of just tolerate lies, BS, games. Um, they, they, they get ruled by, you know, things that are just not as important. And that has a lot to go, um, that goes back to, like, your own dignity, self-worth, all that kind of stuff. So women that are tolerating the, the gamers out there, they're just um, really just losing. You know, and the man is winning in the sense in which they're getting what they want. But at the end of the day, you, you're putting less value on yourself if you're, you as a woman are not getting what you want and you're allowing somebody to be dishonest with you. And it could be for various reasons that various reasons that people tolerate dishonesty. And this is what you I know? talked about before when I was saying as far as, you know, are people on the same page? Do If the guy is just trying to get sex, is the woman capable or understanding just to, just to say, I know what this guy wants and let me not address that. Let me not give this guy the time of day. Or whatever, right? And Michelle also says not not just to get sex, just lie, just to lie. I don't, I don't know if you can give us an example of that, but you know, just lie, just to lie. Um, and yeah, I think that's selfishness. If you lie and just a lie, just to get what you want, is because you got a tendency to want what you want and not what the other person may want. You know, it, it's really about the agenda of the individual. If that person has an agenda to, you know, get sex or get the panties whenever they that they whenever time that they want, and you give in, then you know that's what, what happens. But people do that because that's the way that they know to survive to get what they want. If they know that all I got to do is say X, Y, and Z, all I got to do is show her this or say this to her, and then I'll I'll get it. They know nine times out of ten they're gonna get it because they pray after certain type of women. You know, I, I just feel like, you know, people know who they can run that with, you know, who they can say certain things to. And as far as um, scenario-wise, there, there has been a recent scenario that I've been made aware of that a person had a whole 
um, girlfriend. And, you know, it wasn't forthcoming from the beginning about it until they got caught by, by the other party. You know what I mean? And they trying to get with some some female, whether it be a new female, old female. You know, it, it it's just ridiculous. It's it, it's insane. But it's Jane. happening out. Oh, it's definitely happening, and that's what I want to try to understand, James. From your point of view, do you know a lot of brothers, whether you run with them or or not, who are just out there just trying to game, just straight one hundred percent game? That's all they want is just game, a good time, not looking for something committed. Yeah, I have a few homeboys like that, which I, I mean, me honestly, I disagree with it because we're up in an age right now where we're supposed to be doing things to better our lives. But all through my life, I knew guys like that. You know, even one time in my life when I was a teenager. That's all we knew. Just exactly for what Doctor said. You know what I mean, and Miss um, Asia said, when you grow up, you, you, these things and you see these things and become who you are. If everybody around you is with it. That's what you with. So one time in my life, I was the same way. But after a while, you you got to grow up and you got to mature out of it. Doctor B, we talked about uh, the importance of uh, men seeing men having strong male role models. How much of this applies to women? having a strong male role model to stop all this kind of nonsense? Well, uh, uh, it's sad to say, but uh, it's true. Uh, without the, and I'm talking about the black and brown community, uh, without the woman, there, there would be no community. Uh, you know, the woman has had to uh, carry it. And, and for most black women, uh, and no disrespect, uh, they were raised by Amazons. They, they were raised <laughs> to like, I don't need a man. I can do it on my own. And that's why they got the Bob, a battery-operated boyfriend. So, I mean, it, it's like they really have... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to keep that... But that's, that's what I was trying but, to explain. But, but it's the truth. <laughs> you didn't say so when a, you so a man, so when a So when a good man comes into their life, they're so used to being this mindset that, uh, 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 back to what James says, that they don't give the brother an opportunity. So, so, so... So, so there are issues with the man, there are issues with the woman. That's why, again, it comes to that word connection. Can we find a connection? And can we uh, open ourselves up to be that missing piece for one another? Hear me loud and clear. A missing piece for each other. In other words, I got my own stuff together. Just that one more piece just makes me better. Uh, I was talking to one of my uh, uh, clients who was very well established. Uh, and I was saying to him, I said, my brother, stop looking what what's between your legs and look for what she can complete you completely. And a lot of times God just look for what's between their legs or the game versus I need a woman that's going to be there for me and I'll be there for her. That's how it works is that there is value. And I think, Aisha, the reason why a lot of people are not doing well in relationship, there is no sense of value. What value I bring already and what value does this person bring? When you see those two points of value, you're going to click well. But when you say, oh, you know what, I'm better than him, so uh, let me give him a happy male relationship. But I don't want a happy relationship. The brother wants a real relationship with the person they're with. Okay, now you explain to us what a happy male relationship is. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I, 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 know, I know the brother is below me, so I'm just going to give him a little peace to make him feel better as a brother. But that's a happy male. You know, I'm just doing it uh, uh, to be a community to the brother. The brother don't want that. Neither does the system want that too as well. Happy mm -hmm. to know. Ace, you're a fairly successful woman. 
how how difficult is it? We, you talked earlier. I mean, one of the first questions was, you know, what you're going through experiences. How difficult is it? I mean, out of the guys that approach you, that you meet, I don't know if you're on any dating sites or anything like that. Talk to us about your experiences. You, you go out. You, I mean, you, you're at a restaurant or you're at, a, at the mall or you're at a store. And some guy talks to you. He's, he's a one-tooth gold person. Uh, one step up from, from a Happy Meal. Another step up from a Bob. Tell us about your experiences about 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 how you do it. I wish we had that power. <laughs> um, my experiences with dating. I mean, I'm 43 years old. Um, I um, am single. I have no children. Um, um, educated, um, it's um, very challenging to date. Um, it's either you kind of meet the the people that are just trying to make it, because a lot of, um, when, when you're talking about dating brothers, a lot of them, if they have been involved with the system, um, it's very hard to kind of um, kind of meet them at even playing field as far as the opportunities is concerned. Is that, that is disqualifier? Is that a disqualifier for you? Not a disqualifier, no. Okay. Um, it's because it, somebody could get out and reform and kind of get on their game and just, you know, really have a lot of good things going on for themselves. So um, it's very attractive to, to go through that level of adversity, meaning the system. And a lot of brothers are mostly all incarcerated. African-Americans are the mostly incarcerated um, group of people in the prison system. So, you know, for me to just go a blind eye to a brother that got out and is doing his thing, that will be just unjust in my book. But um, as, as far as I'm concerned is that you, you kind of meet a brother where he's at and it, it's very difficult. They're trying to, you know, get themselves together as opposed to what I see, uh, the professional men or the men that, you know, blue collar or uh, corporate or whatever they got it going on, they are heavily into womanizing. Um, I, I, I find that they have a plethora of opportunity. So to, to kind of meet that brother to be in a place of being solid and wanting to settle down and have a relationship and to put in that work that's required for that, meaning all the needs will be able to be met on both parties, it's very hard to kind of find a brother like that. I feel like a lot of them are already in relationships. You know, I've been... Then, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. I'm good. No, and then, and then sometimes I, I do think about, I don't know if this has any value or not, but... I like Connecticut is just a very difficult state, you know. I, I mean, there's different points of view about that, but um, I don't. I think the issues are worldwide, you know, as far as everywhere is concerned, as far as what brothers have to go through. But I just feel like the dating pool, shall I say, is a little bit different than as opposed to, you know, the southern states or Texas or you know somewhere where there's an abundance of black people. I feel like growing up in New Haven. The guys are pretty much like the same. And what, are the saying, what are the disqualifiers for you? The disqualifiers for me is just someone who is unstable. Um, meaning your mind is just unstable. You just can't get right. It's always something. Um, another disqualifier is if you're not having an active role in your child's life. Um, if atheist. I mean, if you have some heavy substance abuse going on, like, you, I can't go anywhere with you, you know, because you're going to get too fired up, and, and I I got to walk you out the, the venue. Um, somebody that 
um, has a hard time just maintaining themselves, um, just transportation-wise. Um, I have a hard time with that. Like, basic, if you don't have the basic needs, like, it, it makes it very, very difficult. Not saying you're totally disqualified. Now, I won't give you a chance, but it makes it very, very difficult to kind of do the basic things in a relationship. Um, somebody that's very guarded, can't communicate. Like, you say something to them, they want to go take a walk. I mean, they can't even talk about nothing. Like, you know, just about, you know, the simple things. You know, um, uh, what else can I say? Because um, I could say a lot of good things that qualify. But, you know, I don't want to focus too much on negative. But, you know, somebody that, you know. So uh, Danielle is asking a question. Uh, should we look to the person to complete us? Dr. B, you want to take that? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, you got to have some completion within yourself uh, because if that person is ever taken out of your life, now you go to to, 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 to to craziness, God forbid, suicide because that person left you. So there has to be some completeness within yourself. But again, uh, I don't like the word complete. I like the, I like the word value. Uh, what value is this person bringing to me and what am I bringing to them? I think that's where you grow as a couple. Uh, but there are things in all of us. I'm sorry. Ain't none of us totally complete. I'm sorry. I don't care how many degrees you're at. All of us got something within us that we're still working on. And you know what? That's another qualifier that uh, I think James said that we really didn't talk about is that, you know what? There are things in all of us that we're still... Uh, uh, that's being worked on within us. That's a good qualifier to me that I first come to you and say, you know what? These are things within me that I'm working on versus my spouse or my prospective spouse discovering. I'm able to say to you, hey, these are things I'm working on. Uh, I have an anger problem. So, so now instead of her finding out you got an anger problem, you are again being exposed, being naked to the person. When you do those things, you will always win. But the problem is, is that there's so much fronting and so much yeah. fakeness. Uh, I mean, uh, usually the picture, my brother, that you see on Facebook, that was a 20,000 picture she took that she made herself in, and you see the perfect look. No, that's not the perfect look. That's why, again, for me, is I got to see the raw. Uh, when I see the raw, see you for who you really are, that's when I can find out, can we connect that? Because none of us are on our A game every single day. Sometimes we're on the B game. Can I accept that as well? Yeah. So uh, there was a quick, uh, Tracy said, uh, you know, someone, I think this was to some of the disqualifiers or heavily into white women. I think she said it twice, actually. A lot of our educated, successful brothers are into white women. Hasn't that been debunked? I thought that, that black men were still heavily marrying black women statistically. I, thought, I think that's been debunked. You know? I mean, this All this right. this, this we'll right here is another time. You hear me, cat? This is a value you. statement that been said for a while. It's always been things go a way, or I mean, this statement come up. Oh, the, the brother that's doing good. All he wants is a white woman. But then, do you know what brothers say about black women that that's dating white guys? It seems like y'all are more submissive and 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 readily to do things with your life. When you're with the white guy, like with a black guy, it's always a struggle. But when you get with a white guy or a Mexican guy, oh, y'all can take over the world. And we trying to understand why is that? Why? 
Yeah, I, I want to get in. I want to get into that another episode. That's that interracial relationship. I'm gonna say that for another episode. episode. Yeah, we we go we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna do that. It's a question. How Michelle asked, uh, how about uh, having a strong relationship, Christian relationship with with Jesus? We know that uh, that uh, that was one of your disqualifiers there. If he's an atheist, right? He's he's damned to hell already. So he's 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 not in your book. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a no go. Like you gotta have some sort of connection with a with a higher power. Mine is God. Um, so it's very important to to know that um you have a spiritual being, you have a soul that you need to tend to. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, let me just get through more of these comments here. If there's any questions, shoot them off. Um, I've seen them for myself personally many, many times. I think that's the racial thing. We're going to have you back on, Tracy, because we have had to have a conversation about that uh, <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. So, so I really uh, thank you guys for coming on, tuning in. I thank you guys for every single one of these comments. I really, really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. This was, I really want to do this at least once a month. Cut, um, and this is kind of just an introductory type of thing. We're going to get into the interracial relationships, get into the money issues, fighting issues. I promise you, I'm trying to have somebody on here who just wants to play around. Maybe I could have their face all blacked out or something. They could just talk. So, <laughs> so I really want to have a guy up here who's just, listen, I just want to play around and all that kind of stuff. I'm looking for that. Uh, so, Danielle says Dairy Queen is the bomb. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just saw that. Uh, so I think I think one of the biggest things we, we got tonight was is that you got to know yourself. You got to have a, co a connection rather than communication. Uh, that, you know, everything that is going to be a disqualifier for one is not a disqualifier for another. It's good that you said that, you know, having done some time is not going to be a disqualifier that, that may, you know, put some people off. It, it shows guys that they have a chance, a shot. Uh, and I think, I think all of you guys comments were, were very much on point, very much on point. Um, so I'm going to give everyone a chance to wrap up here. Uh, yes, Coco Mane says this was so good. Please do more. I do plan on doing it. We're gonna keep this going at least once a month. I'm gonna try. I'm, I promise you, I'm gonna try. Uh, James, we're gonna give you a chance to wrap it up. Uh, get you know, give us your, your podcast, your website, what you're doing, and all that kind of stuff. Well, um, as I said earlier, I have two podcasts right now I have the Heart Attack Chronicles, and I also have the Chronicles. The um, Chronicles basically on um helping youth get their talent out there, singing, writing poetry, and writing books. Uh, the Heart Attack Chronicle is just basically a personal podcast where we uh, talk about personal things in life, similar to what we're doing here. You can catch that both at The Heart Attack Chronicles. You can catch me on Facebook at The Heart Attack Chronicles or on Twitter, Heart Attack 1983. Very good. Thank you, brother. Aisha, Aisha. Where can we, where, where, uh, where can we, where can uh, brothers reach out to you at and make sure that you, that you, uh, <laughs> you're going to blow up your DM? Girl. Yeah, you're going to blow up your DM now. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's, it's, it's not a disqualifier. Let me go ahead and put this in. She said, she said, she said five kids, five kids, five, I got six. So, or I only got three. I only got three kids. So I'm, so I'm good, right? <laughs> three, three kids with four babies' mamas. So go ahead. <laughs> I love kids. I love kids. But um, <laughs> I, I can be found on um, 
Facebook. Um, my name is Aisha Elm on Facebook. I am on Instagram as the lovely one seventy seven B A L O V E L Y O N E seven seven. Um, and I can also hopefully will be coming back up here on Captain Hunter's podcast to talk about more um, striking issues um, that affect our community, women, men, and um, just everyone as a whole. So hopefully I will see you guys again soon. You definitely will be back. You're in, you're in, I don't want to put your, all your business out there. You're in corrections or something, right? Aren't you? I'm a, I'm a probation officer. Okay, okay. So, okay, we got some law enforcement stuff Brothers to talk everywhere. about. Yeah, yeah, so, it, oh, yeah. In a license for my therapist. I've been licensed since 2011. Okay, okay, okay. Very good. So, um, yeah, so we got some law enforcement stuff, some some uh, relationship stuff. We got a lot to talk about. You'll be back. You'll be back. Uh, so, Dr. B, lay it yes, on sir. us. <laughs> lay it on us. Give us some final words of wisdom and where we can reach you at. Uh, so, I can be reached at my website. It's www.drtcbrantley.com. Uh, and uh, also my Instagram is Dr. Brantley PhD. I'm on Periscope. Uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, Coach TC Brantley. I'm also a comedian, believe it or not. Uh, I'll be at Mohegan Sun uh, this this Thursday at 10 a.m. I mean, uh, 10 p.m. And I do comedy. Uh, I'm also a pastor. Um, and uh, my heart is reaching couples because I've made all the mistakes that anyone can make in a relationship. And uh, my job is to help people become better. So again, my website, if you want to contact me, www.drtcbrantley.com. My Facebook is Real Raw with Dr. B, uh, Timothy C. Brantley. Um, and I have a lot of stuff. I also have a Bible college show. I'm kind of busy, uh, but my focus is God and my lovely wife, Portia. Yes, uh, Praise the care. Lord. I got to take care of some business soon. Yeah, I got to take care of some business. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> just just put your coaching tape just put your coaching tape in the, uh, in the <laughs> you can do it you can do it <laughs> lord have mercy <laughs> you got it you can do it you can do it I am going to do it <laughs> listen I'm giving it my all I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> I, I promise you I'm trying I'm doing the best I can all right. So thank you guys, everyone. So, uh, yes, I appreciate everyone. Thank you so much for all the, all the questions, all the comments. It was a, it was a great time. We are going to do this again. Listen, uh, please support Captain Hunter's podcast, uh, PayPal cash app, Venmo, Patreon page. Listen, a, a dollar an episode helped me out so much. It'll make sure that I'm not in a poor house, right? Brothers retired. I got to try to make some money and uh, help support the podcast with me. We got read you, books. on the poor house cap. We got you, brother. All right, all right. Well, so please, please, please support Captain Hunter's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. I, re I really, really appreciate it. Uh, my kid's father would really appreciate it too if you if you guys would do that. So, all right, listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, great episode coming up next week. We're going to talk to uh, another PhD. She's going to be discussing uh, internal um, um, feelings for women, young women as they grow up. Uh, we kind of touched on it tonight, but she's going to talk about the importance of having a father and just your own internalized thinking and all that kind of stuff. Really really looking forward to it uh so uh so that's it uh cash app name is cptl hunter like captain cptl hunter that's that's for uh, every single venmo paypal cash app cptl hunter let me put that in the chat here cpt yeah put that in your thing brother you know yeah. school, but put it in there too as well uh -huh. so i appreciate it and um 
So we are going to look to do this again. I will get on phone here, try to get some brother out there who's going to admit to uh, uh, just wanting to be a dog. I'm going. To, I'm, I'm looking. I'm trying. I, 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 maybe I got to black out his voice or something. We got to do something to get him on here. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Uh, but listen, I really, really appreciate it. I think it's great the conversation that we're having to we everybody can understand where they're coming from and how we can get to where we want to go. So uh, until next week, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Much love and peace. Peace out. Peace. All right, I ended the broadcast. You guys don't have to hang up. Well, uh, they did. So <laughs> anyway. All right, brother. Listen, I'm going to have you back on, man. Um, oh, wait. This is still live? This is still live.